Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Deja Woolery, and my pronouns are they, she. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing the Netflix's ultimatum, but... Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to be covering The Ultimatum with a guest from The Ultimatum, Queer Love. Everyone, please welcome Yoli Rojas to the podcast. Yay! (laughs) Hi, Yoli. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, On today's episode, we are going to be covering Yoli's entire time on the show. And you can listen to more episodes of this very podcast at decodingreality.tv. And if you have any questions about this interview or anything else, email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. And please find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decoding reality so let's just start off yo lee how was your day how'd you find this podcast what's going on hey justin hey deja thank you for having me on um i found y'all on tiktok i think justin had this um r kelly clip about uh it was so funny <laughs> and i'm from chicago so we don't you know mess with r kelly anymore but it was yeah. like too good it was too good um, I oh, think it was in no. reference to um, the dog dog incident on the show. So it was so funny. Um, oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, you guys came up on the algorithm. I'm always worried which cast members are going to see our TikToks about the show. <laughs> and it's so weird that it finally got to, like, you and you specifically. Have, have you seen a lot of TikToks and content about the show since it aired? Yeah, um, I've seen, there's been a ton of content and there was a lot of comments and a lot of tagging. Uh, at one point towards the end, I just stopped looking because it was overwhelmingly negative. Um, oh, but okay. I mean, even in the beginning, it was like, even though it was positive, it was just so hard to keep up with and like feeling pressured to have to like answer to all of them or to at least acknowledge the nice things that people are saying or, you know, all of that. So I have seen a bunch. I I will also say that most of us have seen a bunch. Yeah, a lot of us have seen a lot. We have so much to talk (laughs) about. But let's just start at the very beginning. How does someone like you get on a reality show on Netflix, especially The Ultimatum? How did that even happen? Did you, like, call up Mal, like, look, I have the opportunity that's going to make our world go round. It's going to be great. What happened? Um, It's actually a little bit opposite. She got... We had a, a common friend who was friends with like producers who were casting and she was like, oh, you guys would be perfect. And I'm thinking like, I'm not going to be on some YouTube series. I'm not doing this. Um, but Mel talked to them. I know. But Mel talked to them. She's like, will you just entertain it for a second? We didn't know what anything was. They were just like, we thought it was just interviews about couples. We had no idea. Um, and then me not knowing what was going on spilled all the beans and we got like i think shot up straight to the top of like hey so you're meeting with so-and-so tomorrow 
Um, and, and that was that. Um, once we found out what the premise was, um, she got a little bit more cold feet than I did. I thought it was a good opportunity to get some answers and I thought we were rock solid. So, so yeah. <laughs> My, I guess you, did you know that you were auditioning for the ultimate, you didn't know that you were auditioning for the ultimatum? No, wow, no, no, no. Okay. The first season didn't air until a few months after we wrapped up filming. So we truly had no idea. Wow. Oh, Did my gosh. Did you watch that first season when it came Absolutely. out? Absolutely. How immediately. Did, were you afraid or excited? Or how did you feel about what was going to happen to you then with your edit? Yeah, t- uh, no idea. I mean, because I don't know. There's so much filming, right? There's so many hours of filming. So I don't know. I wasn't in the cast to know, like, oh, this person really is like this, but they're making her seem this way. Or this mm. person really is kind of boring but they're making him seem more interesting. Like I had no idea. So you're still kind of like guessing, but I was more curious of like, how much sex scenes are they showing? Or like, uh, what are they doing with the family meet and greet? Like how much of that are they showing? And that's what I kind of could kind of try and base it off of. But I didn't know what like the edits would be because I don't know them. Mm. So like what, so you're auditioning for a Netflix reality show. You don't even know that it's the ultimatum. When the Netflix producers came to you and like, here's the premise of the show. The what? <laughs> I, I guess my question is, what was the goal? You know what I mean? Was it like, yeah, just uh, to, to, um, to improve your relationship? Actually, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was funny. Um, as soon as when they told us, like, and you'll be swapping partners, Mal, like it's a Zoom interview. Mal's like, okay, and she's like, please hold, like mutes in. She's like, looks at me. She's like. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. You know, so to be fair, at that point, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Um, but I didn't think, I was just like, I don't, I didn't, in the years I had been with Mal, we had broken up and gotten back together and I still always wanted her. So I'm like, there's no way. I just thought there was no way that I would ever want anybody else. So I'm like, I don't care who they put me with or how that works. Like, it's still going to be you. This will be fine. It's Netflix. Um, we saw what Love is Blind is like. It's the same producers. It's not like a, it didn't seem like it'd be a messy, it's not purposely messy. It just seemed like it'd be a little bit more responsible, like emotionally responsible. You know, it's not like a gotcha show. It's not a prank show. So I'm like, this, this is fine. Like, we thought there'd be therapists on there too. So I'm like, this is great. It's what we're doing. Just amplified. Let's get to it. So I thought we would get to answers faster. Oh, okay. Um, I've, Deja, go ahead with your next question, because now my mind is going completely like, what in the world? Because this is not what I thought at all. But go ahead, Deja. Yeah, I mean, Yoli, you listen to our podcast and how often we talk about, like, what did the contestants even know and trying to give grace in that. So now you're on social media. Now you have a plethora of data about how you've been edited, how you received would you say, um, how does that make you feel now to look at that and to know what that edit may have been? Um, that's a good question. I guess right when it was happening, it was, it was really sad in the beginning, kind of. It was overwhelmingly positive. But seeing all the people comment like, I'm going to die if you and Santa don't have together. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, so seeing all the positive comments of me and Xander, I'm like, I know, and I know, I mean, I was there, I was first, I mean, I was in it, but I'm just like, that kind of got me thinking, like, do I reach, like, what did we, you know, just makes you go back two years and say, like, did I make the right answer or choose the right um, choice? But um, then when it got towards the reunion and the finale, it was super negative and it was. I, I mean, I tweaked at the end. So I will say, like, there's parts at, at the finale where I was like, that sucked. I shouldn't have done that. And I did. Um, like, taking the ring off. I mean, that sucked. That was not fun. It was suggested to me. But I also could have just said no. And I did it. So I'm like, that's still that's still all on me. Um, I don't know. I mean, people are going to have their opinions. I mean, for people to say I'm, like, the most hated sometimes. I've seen some comments that say that. I'm like, the most. But. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I know what I stood by and I knew, mm-hmm. I know what I was like honest about. I know what, I know the conversations we've had. I know the conversation I had with Xander, with Mal, 
separately together. I know, so I'm just, I feel still solid in my decisions. Perception's going to be perception. So I do have, I do have a hard question. When you say you were pushed in a direction, like from me and Deja's perspective, we are with, I guess you can tell in the pod, like if, if what their actions are saying, there could be editing, there could be like stuff that we aren't seeing. Is there, are you suggesting that maybe like the producers had a hand in your decision-making to like maybe take the ring off and, you know, or, or is there something that people like podcasters like me and Deja aren't seeing that could explain some of the confusion that a lot of us saw, you know? Um, I don't know what I can say with my, I don't know what I can say, but I, let me think about it really quick of what I can probably say is that when me and Mal, so right before the engagement day, decision day, we're all separated again in hotels, phones taken away from us again, like it's all over again. And my call time was eight in the morning, maybe eight thirty in the morning, which meant I had to be dressed in that dress, head to toe, ready for possibly saying yes or no to Mal at eight in the morning. That's early. That's early as hell. Get there and, and there's drinking. And then I, again, I could have said no to drinking, but I'm like, bring it. Like I just, I'm so nervous. So I see Mal at eight in the morning. Then it wasn't until like 4 p.m. or so where I see Xander. Like it, and then again, there's just, I don't know, you're isolated still. You're, it's just a lot. So um, at that time, I mean, if you want me to wait for the siren, doesn't, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. You can keep going. Okay. So then at that point, um, I'm being told that I look miserable saying yes to Mal. Um, mm. And that, uh, oh God, I hate, like I've been so good at not crying. Um, no, I'm just, it's it okay. Just, you can just, cry. This is a tears friendly yeah. podcast. It's fine. <laughs> Um, no, I was just being told I looked miserable. They're like, you know, you don't look like somebody who's happy to see, to say yes to the person who they're going to spend their life with. You're going to see Xander a few hours. Like, what are you going to do? And I'm just like, I, I made my choice. I made my choice. Um, so then right when I was like about to see Xander, it's like, all right, well, you're engaged. You have this ring on. Do you think that's going to, it was just proposition. Like, would don't I think that that would sway Xander's decision? And don't I want to see if Xander would make a final push for me? I and do want to pause like, yeah. and say, when you say they, are you talking about like the the producers of the show? I think I'll just say like the powers that be. Yeah. Okay, the powers that be. Gotcha. Go ahead. Um, and and again, I could have just been like, no, I made my decision. I could have just stood in that, sad or not or whatever. I could have just stood in that, but no, I did then say like, fuck it, and took the ring off and, and went for it. So that sucked. Again, I mean, I it wasn't I wasn't at my best self at all. And I acted as such. Mm. So I mean, we're, we're this is a judgment friendly zone on this podcast, because mm-hmm. I'm sure you were influenced by the powers that be to make certain decisions and stuff like that. But to ask you, like, just do you feel as though their assessment of that situation was honest? You know, like, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying your to say is, or, or their no, assessment. Your, their assessment of like saying, hey, you don't look happy. Hey, you don't, aren't you engaged to the ones, to the, to the person that you're supposed to be with forever? You know, was that them giving an honest assessment of the situation or do you feel like you were pressured? Um, that was an honest assessment. I was not sure but i just knew that i couldn't let mal go like there was no way i could have it was i don't want to say it's a lose-lose because they're both wonderful amazing people but a lose-lose in the sense of like if i said yes to mal i'm left being like but there's so much that i'm saying no to like not that i would marry xander that in the moment either but the possibility of so much that i wasn't receiving in my current relationship and if I said no to Mal and open the possibility to something with Xander, I'm saying no to the three and a half years that I've dedicated. I thought I was going to marry this person. I was so positive I was going to marry this person. How am I just going to let that go without seeing it through? So I, I, there was no way I could have made a decision without feeling like a part of me was just not being honored. So, 
so yeah, it was, it was, I, I was saying yes, but I mean, as I'm saying yes, I'm like, I'm still in love with somebody else. You need to know this. We're going to have to work through this, but if you're willing to work through it, I am too. So mm. yeah. Mm. It's, it's okay. You don't this have to feel good. bad. No, I'm a crier. I'm a crier. I'm like, this is good. I haven't cried in like a you week. So. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, I cried. I just call my myself. Dog. Yeah. I just call myself a certified crybaby. You're welcome to join the club. <laughs> Um, I say I emote through my eyes. I'm like anything, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, Deirdre. one of the things that has sort of come into light since the show has ended was maybe some stuff about cheating in the past, mal cheating in the past. Um, is that something you want to talk more about? Because it sounded like that was maybe something you shared to an individual that got brought online. Um, rather than something you intended to share. So where do you stand with that? Is there anything more you want to say about it? Um, it was in an interview, a Netflix interview, actually. There was like a, it was like an intro to the couples, and it said that we had broken up and gotten back together. We had moved to Seattle, broken up and gotten back together, and now we're on the show, essentially. So one of the fans in a watch party was like, what's that about? Um, and I let them know. So... Um, me and Mal met, and I'm not going to go too much into it, but just like a, this is a common knowledge, so I'm just going to share it, common knowledge with our friends at least. Um, me and Mal met in Chicago, dated about a year and a half, and um, she got a job offer in Seattle, and it was decided, like, let's go. And that was, like, my big jump. I'm from Chicago. I'm Chicago girl forever. Um, but moved to Seattle to, like, really, like, take that leap of faith and, like, let's, like, build a future, build a life here, or, like, together. Um, within shortly after, um, she cheated on me. I, and that's just, is what it is. And then we bro eventually we broke up. We just decided it was not a good, like, it just wasn't working. I stayed in Seattle still. So did she, we got def different leases and then, um, still s saw each other and went to extensive therapy, um, couples counseling, et cetera, and then made the decision to move back in together. And then the show came up and then, and then, yeah. So it, I, it wasn't a big part of the storyline for the show because I, for, I mean, we worked through it. Like we worked yeah. through it and I just, I made the decision to like continue being with her. And, um, she, you know, we, we were in couples constantly. I don't know. Like it, it happened. It definitely happened. Um, I guess that's all I'll say on it. Suits. It was a huge leap of trust to go from that situation and then say, yeah, go date someone else for a few weeks. Did you feel like before it actually happened, you had a good grasp of how it was going to feel to kind of release each other for weeks? No, I thought I would just miss her a lot. Um, that's my best friend, you know, at the time like that, like for real, like still miss my best friend. Like, no, I didn't. I thought I'm like, damn, this is going to suck, but we're just going to see. Each I was worried. We don't know who the contestants are. I was worried that, I mean, I know I haven't strayed while being in a relationship, but my partner has. So I was like, well, but also if that were to happen, then that's what happens. And th then now I get my answer that like, you know, you know what? We're not a good fit. So I was ready for either outcome, but I definitely didn't think it would be me. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's interesting to hear that you describe it as like straying or anything, but as viewers, it's like the whole premise of the show, you know? So like, yeah. I my next question is, so you're on the show, you're there, you're ex seeing all of these people. What was your first assessment or gauge of how well you thought this was going to go with you and Mal, when you got on the show, were you like, hey, Xander looks pretty cool. I don't know if this is going to happen, but like, what happened when you first set foot on the show? Respectfully, I looked around and I was like, what the? Like, really? I have, a, <laughs> I have a, a, a little bit of a type. And what's your type, Yoli? It's a popular belief. Well, Tall is one, and Lexi was the only tall one. And Lexi's not my in, in mass presenting usually, and okay. you know Lexi's not mass presenting. So if there's just a few, and that's just like physical. At just at first glance, to your point, that would be my first. I was just like, okay, okay, we're going for personality then. Like it's got like 
there's gotta be something here because otherwise we all wouldn't be here so um yeah at first i was like well this is gonna be interesting and that's all i mean at, off the bat nobody stood out to me physically i thought ray and lexi were super cute mildred was really awesome um tip was really fun like we all chatted a little bit but that was that was that that was that because us as viewers, uh, you can attest to this in the podcast. We were so confused. Like, so is everyone dating everyone? But there was very clear boundaries. Like, ah, I'm not going to date person, this person. Is there any person that you were like, absolutely not? Like, I'm not dating this person whatsoever. Or is it just truly anybody could date anybody? Anybody could date anybody. There was no, um, there was no, like, you're not allowed to talk to this person. We all dated each other the first few days or so and then it gets narrowed down to like your more likely person to spend the next three weeks with so they like narrow it down or you narrow it down too but mm. um nobody gets like chosen for you like you truly choose the person really <clears throat> okay <clears throat> i do i do have a question because there seems to be a lot of heat towards a certain contestant uh who shall go unnamed. I'll let you name them if you want. But um, is there something we aren't seeing about these certain contestants? Or because there was a lot of heat directed towards certain... I'm trying to be as politically correct mm-hmm. as possible. <laughs> you know, because right. like, from me and Deja's point of view, it was so hard to see what everyone was talking about. So is there anything like that that happened? Like anything that we really didn't see? Like, no, this person's terrible, you know? Um, I will speak for myself and I will say that in the very first episode when she like, it was wild to me <laughs> when she like cheers Mal in front of me. Mind you, Xander's right next to her. Mal's right next to me. We're probably still like arm in arm. And she who is she Mal. by the way? Who is she? Um, and I'll say this. It's Vanessa and I am not going to like continue adding to like the stone throwing of that everyone's doing to everyone. So, but I'm like, this is like a, it's filmed. It was, you know, we've talked, me and her have talked about this where I'm like, girl, you uh, sucked. Um, she cheers Mal in front of me and says, you know, cheers to being potential wives. I'm like, how are you just in front of my face? Like in front of my face. So that already just put a sour note to me. And, then, and these were my actual experiences. And then like after in the cocktail party where she's like, so who's everyone's list or whatever. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Like, that's just like messy. Like, let us like all enjoy each other. And we're all being polite and respectful. Like it just felt like meddling. Um, then I think something happened between her and Lexi in a date that has not been shared or aired for, I think, a multiple multitude of reasons. So I, I won't speak on that because I'm not, I wasn't there. Um, but then at least for me, towards the end, she mellowed out. So I didn't have any problems. So I was like, all right, as long as you're not like being wild. I mean, the going through Xander's phone and everything sucked, but like I also had some faults in that. Right. But um, towards the end, she was just chill. So I was like, all right, well then there's no more problems, but yeah. That, that whole situation was, <laughs> was wild to watch the whole phone thing. What? Oh uh, this, this is going to be a hard question. No, go for it. We, we, the way it was described, or it could have been possibly murder pictures what happened? What was the nature of the conversation? Were you guys like, oh, I had this for breakfast. Here's how the hide the body. What what was going on that would seem suspicious? Um I okay, so when I I'll just speak for myself. Um I think Xander probably posted like her working out or something, which is I'm a sucker for that. And I probably was like, nice arms or like I don't know, like just shouldn't have but like i don't know i just was with you like we just broke up during the peak of our getting to know each other so like that you know so yeah i I think i just like commented on the story and she probably like double tapped it back but oh and then i think i sent her like a quote like uh one of those like instagram therapy quotes where it's like you know wellness whatever so. Oh, that was it? Just the wellness quotes? That's it? Yes, okay. actually, yeah. But I mean, I don't think that she liked that I responded to her. So, I mean, yeah, that was like coy flirting, but yeah. Oh, okay, so it's it's also weird to see a reality show where everyone has their phones. I think that's something Netflix has done that's really cool. How has having a phone or 
having the ability to communicate with other your other partner did that change a lot of the dynamics like were you texting mal during your relationship with xander about what was going on what was going on during that time with your phone i guess (laughs) yeah um so i'll say we didn't have our phones for like a week and then during during like the the decision day we didn't have our phone and maybe like one other time we didn't have our phone we didn't have our phone during a reunion like there's certain times where we just can't communicate but then it's back to back to reality um yeah immediately they like don't text your ex all it was just understood all of us are immediately like how are you doing how you know like we texted our exes <laughs> immediately it was just was mm-hmm. um me and sander when we first got our phones made a decision to like i'm like i'm gonna check in on mal because like duh feel free to check in you know do what you gotta do with vanessa but just let me know if you're like i would want out of respect to like keep it there and like let me know if you're more involved Kind of than like just a, like simple check ins or like asking about the bill back home or you know just the usual stuff. So that was me and Xander's agreement towards um, I don't know the middle ish of the relationship. It was revealed that Vanessa was texting her often and like threatening her. It, I mean, and just saying just mean just mean things, threatening as we, in like how dare so- you, how could you. I do want to pause. What do you mean specifically about threats? Was like, right, you know, right, not like her life, but just like a how could you, how dare you, this is gonna ruin us, like yeah, all just stuff, like or just like constantly messaging her. Um, Xander then like stood up and was like, please stop. So at the cocktail party where it seems like everyone is ganging up on Vanessa, I confronted her about that. Um, obviously, that was edited out, but I think there might have used a line or two where I was like, what the fuck is it? Because. Um, she was saying that she has, I'm like, have you given Xander a full chance to be in this experience? And she's like, I have. I was like, so you're not messaging her. I just like, I just confronted it. Um, oh. And then finally she was like, I did. And I was like, okay, so you haven't. So like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, who I was, it was a long time ago, but I'm assuming it then it popped up. I was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. With da, 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 da. Um, so yeah, so, which is why I thought it was really annoying that she flipped on me for, like in her picture, but yes, that, that was not allowed and we shouldn't have, but she did the same shit. Really? So, okay. Go ahead. Deja. A little surprising, obviously, because we were all watching that episode and thinking, damn, everyone seems really mad. Um, <laughs> and you might've seen on TikTok people analyzing your lipstick and like things in the background and realizing continuity errors. How, Far from reality were the edited conversations. Obviously, there was a lot of time between when it happened and when you saw it. But was it to a to a noticeable point for you as somebody who experienced it, uh, a distance from reality? That's a really good um, question. The lipstick debacle when, like, I tell Mal that I'm in love with somebody else. You know, like that that was a really hard conversation. We were very tired. Um, but I honestly, it wasn't that far off. Like it was just a very long conversation and we really did just like, she really did hold space as long as she could. Um, I was, as you know, answer as many questions as I could. I explained, um, what was difficult. We had a whole new apartment, me and Mal did from what me and Xander did. But when I walked in, it was the exact same layout and that I don't know why that broke me where I just could not, I was like, this is where we have our coffee. This is where we have our, it, that broke me. Like, yes, the decor was different, but like it, it was too much. Um, and that's what she's like, Whoa, like, are you okay? You know? Um, but yeah, even though like the editing was like, looked crazy. It, I don't think it was that far off. I only watched it like barely once. Cause it was hard to watch anyways, but um, it didn't seem that far off. The cocktail parties, are a little bit more off for sure, but not that one. Interesting. So when you say off, are you saying like wildly different? Like, do you feel the way you were portrayed on this show was accurate? Or do you think that, do you have any gripes with how you were portrayed? I think a lot of the, the feedback comes from the finale, from the last few episodes. And I didn't watch all of the reunion. I skipped through part of the finale. I could, I can't watch. It just sucks watch. So I don't have like a clear 
answer on that, but I did watch the cocktail party, the final one. And I mean, the part where I was like, am I in her line of sight? You know, that part, it was just because like at all times, like somebody's ex was like full frontal in front of us. And we were just like, or like in line sight. So we're like, let's just like, we just want to be able to like talk and not be in someone's face. So we were just trying to like use pillars or whatever to get out of people's faces. Um, what else? I mean, a little bit, our timeline was a little different. Like me and Xander's was a little different. Um, we had, I think one of the dates, we had a bunch of dates before we said, I love you, but I think they made it seem like it was earlier on. We definitely waited longer to have sex, but you only have so much that you can show. So I'm almost like what's one week to three weeks, but we did wait. Um, wait, so you're saying that the, the steamy scenes happened three weeks in, but Netflix showed it like a week in. No, 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 no. Um, I feel like Netflix made it seem like we did it on this first or second night. Like, if that. Like, mm. they made it seem, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I feel like it, they made it seem like it was a lot fades sooner. To black. Yeah. 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 <laughs> some interesting little fades to black, kind of implying things that, as you're saying, didn't necessarily Yeah, early happen. on. No, that was like after the beach, when she gives me the ring. That was after all of that, where like, then we went for it. But, um, what I... Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, we did a very good job at, me and Xander did, at not um, doing anything under the cameras. Because we, I mean, the cameras were right there. So we were like, all right, let's just not. So I feel like what they got was like me cuddling or like maybe kissing on her face a little bit. But I'm like, y'all. But um, we would go to the walk-in closet and have sex in there because there's no cameras in there. So hey, it's uncomfortable. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, Lee. The, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And I can't I believe like, they got queer people back in the closet. I was living like the irony of this, and I would like tell the producers, I said, y'all are messing up for this. Literally, the irony is too much. But I thought, I was wor- I was most worried that they would get me, and this is my petty side, we would walk, go into the walk-in closet, like I'd start getting the pillows, and I'd start pouring the wine, and like, we'd like try and like light a candle, probably not safe, in there, just to, I mean, we try to make it what we could. And then um, I'd put the TV volume up on high, which is by, like, the nest cam. And then I would, like, grab my wine and then, like, cheers the camera and then close the door. So I thought they would put that in there. They didn't. So, if anything, I thought it'd be, like, a little bit more of a cheeky, like, this is what y'all get. You're not not getting us, but, you know, they got what they got. You gotta do what you gotta do, Yoli. You gotta do what you gotta do. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So after all of this happens, you know, your relationship with Xander, the engagement to Mal, what happens after the cameras are off at the end of the show? Because there was some stuff said in the reunion, but me and Deja were confused. What happened after the show ended? Um, Right after the show ended, um, Mal understood that I still had feelings for Xander she actually was um, very like, what do you need to do to get your closure? Which I thought was also pretty like great. Um, and I kind of wanted to see Xander like just off camera just to be like, you know, and that didn't work out. Um, after that, then, you know, Xander and Vanessa go to Hawaii and they're dealing with stuff. Me and Mal are on our way to Seattle. We're dealing with our stuff. And I would still talk to Xander but it was very, like, we were each other's, like, emotional support through a lot of this. Like, not many people understand 
any of this. If I, when I told my friends, they're like, just stop. Like, who cares? It was a show. I'm like, it wasn't just a show. Like we're like still in and we're still spinning and emotions are still heightened. So I would talk to Lexi almost every other day. I talked to Xander often also just trying to like decompress from everything. Um, but after a l- some time we stopped, me and Xander stopped talking just cause we had to, I couldn't keep leaning on her for emotional support. It, if I wasn't getting it from my relationship, like I need to like just focus on my relationship and like see it for what it is. And if it's lack of emotional support or lack of whatever, then I need to address that instead of like trying to supplement it outside of it. So, um, and, and Xana was going through a breakup. Like everyone was just going through shit. So it's like, we just need to like, not, not talk. Um, there was, so this is the annoying part. So there was the briefest talk about going to Hawaii but it didn't happen. It was like very quick. It was like somewhat impulsive, but like no flights were bought. No, nothing was done. It was a very like, do we do it on this day? Do we go to the state? How does it say look? And like, I'm, I'm assuming somebody might've gone to someone's phone again or something and seen that, but whatever. Um, after some more time, then Coachella came up. I had an extra ticket and asked Xander if she wanted to come with me. Cause it seemed like a good opportunity to like be around each other and not, and just be lost in the crowd. Like nobody knows us and let's just go. Um, but, and that, but that was like an extensive conversation along. It took us a while to get to the decision of like, yeah, let's just go ahead and see what it's like. So yeah, I think that's why I was a little like, what are you talking about Hawaii? Like it, I talk about lots of things. Like we actually talked about Coachella and actually saw that through. Mm, okay. So just to, just to rewind, cause I'm a little confused. The oh, yeah. show ends you and Mal were I get, trying to work things out. Did the Hawaii and the Coachella conversation happen while you were still with Mal or did that like end and then you're ta- still communicating with Xander? Oh no, that ended. Um, me and Mal broke up. I say two and a half weeks. She says like four weeks. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, we broke up shortly after coming back home to Seattle um she was still living there but she was out of town she was in atlanta for a while and she was in florida for a while she was just out um and i was traveling too so we didn't spend that much time at home me and mal um but yeah we were broken up so coachella happened we were broken up the hawaii trip we were broken up that's why i'm just like why would i dear diary tell my ex what plans i'm trying to do with somebody else like you don't tell me about the girls you're dating Mm, like and i wouldn't want to know actually you know so it's like so why would i tell my ex that Mm -hmm. there is i guess there is confusion on my end like if if you and mal were broken up and xander and vanessa were broken up where is the ire of this why is everyone mad about the coachella conversation and hawaii conversation Thank you. But, like, it was just, like, that's why I'm just, like, what is up, y'all? But, like, it was just, like, we, the the other bunny, the world, while we're in Coachella, we're, like, there's 100 million people here. We're not going to be seen by anybody. Of course, one of, like, the producer assistants who was close to Vanessa happens to be grabbing cafe, like, coffee as we're grabbing coffee. And she's, like, Yoli Xander? And then I... (laughs) I think I dropped to the floor. Xander runs. I kid you not. We're like, whoa. Because <laughs> we're like, what? Um, and then, like, we kind of, like, turn around because we're like, who the fuck is it? Like, we're, like, haunted a little bit. And it was one of the producer assistants. We're like, she wanted to take a picture. Of course, we both, like, darted. And we're like, no, I got to go use the bathroom, guys. She, I'm assuming, told Vanessa. But, like, we're, they're literally broken up. Like, I don't even. They're broken up. I'm. We're broken up. Like, I don't get it. But it was just such a. Oh, you're with Coachella, but the person you cheated on me with. Did I cheat on you or were we on the show and we both decided to go do this thing? So that's why I was just like, girl, if you bring it up in that kind of premise, like that's so annoying. But no, everyone's broken up. Interesting. And this is this is immediately after the show ended. What was the two years like between the ending of the show and I guess the reunion filming? I believe we ha- it happened in January, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Like... Besides that, what was the two years like? Because you're not famous yet. You know you might be famous. 
did that like change the way you walk, you talk? Like maybe I shouldn't post everything. What happened in those two years? Yeah, well, we're definitely told not to reveal anything. So somebody like um, Ray and Lexi who remained engaged, the poor babies, like they had engagement photos. They had beautiful like proposals that they couldn't post. Or if they were taking pictures of people, they would try and take their ring off. Like that really sucks. Um, I didn't have that issue, th- thankfully, or not, also not thankfully, but it was um, it was hard to plan. It's been hard to plan. Like even right before the show, it's like, are we on the show or are we not? Like everything's very last minute with reality TV. So I was like starting up my own styling business, freelancing. And I'm like, do I take clients on or is this going to be annoying? I'm going to be like, sorry, I got to go for three months. So my life has been on pause kind of, and like on just having to be reactive to what just Netflix says, I guess, um, for some years, but, um, it was definitely like, you can't post everything. Um, I've learned to be a little bit more private. (laughs) I'm usually a little bit more live out loud on social media, but I've been a little bit more private. Um, I, if, it was, it's just, I don't know, telling my job was weird where I'm like, I'm going to have to quit around this time. Cause I think I'm going to be on this, uh, this thing is going to blow up and I don't want to deal with customers coming to me, like trying to get, I don't know, like it was just going to be a lot. So, um, yeah, being on hold for two years was, was rough. Telling people that you're kind of dating, like, Oh, by the way. Yeah. I get it. So when, when the show is about to come out, and you're ready to go. It was it was weird for me and Deja to watch. I don't know if Deja can attest to this, like the reunion being filmed, because yeah. it feel, it seems as though it was out of step with what we were talking about at the time and the reception that we were talking about at the time. You know, like did you anticipate certain things being brought up because like your two year old memory, like oh I did that. I hope everyone's gonna forget that happened or that edited out. Was like anything like that happened? Um, you're asking like after the re like as a reunion was happening, was I? Can you ask it again? I guess were you afraid of anything being brought up between the show filming and the two years happening Um, after the show? Show were you afraid of anything being bad? I guess bad consequences before the show aired. You know, were you like anticipating something coming out or like? No, not at all. Oh, no, I'm in the Coachella, but I'm like, but we were broken up. So I'm just, again, I'm like, okay, and we did that. And nothing came out of it. And if something did come out of it, then that's what we did. But, like, there was nothing after that. Um, mm. Me and Mal break up. We move apart. Me and Xander talk sometimes, don't talk sometimes. Like, there was nothing really there that I was worried about. Go ahead, Deja. So. With this show, nothing says lesbians like you're dating someone and somehow both of your exes are 10 feet away. Mm. It was somehow the queerest microcosm. But at the same time, in the reunion, when you said you felt like a walking ad for polyamory, that was somehow the first time (laughs) as viewers (laughs) we heard that word. Um, And I found it hard to imagine a bunch of queer people sitting in a situation and talking and topics like bottoms and tops and polyamory weren't coming up more. Did you feel like, what was it like to be in a community all full of queer people, you know, going through something and trying to have this depth of relationship? But also, did you feel like the reality of your queer community that they created was shown on Netflix? Um, so I will say that we all came in in a monogamous relationship trying to get married to one person. So polyamory would never even be a question, I think, just because like that's not anyone's relationship co- construct going in. Um, me and Mal actually used to um, listen to some polyamory podcasts and like we were reading Ethical Slut. I actually got Xander reading Ethical Slut just because though, like it, it's funny because we're like, well, we're not poly, but we're like, but we really like the way the conversations and the check-ins and the openness of, of these books, you know, like I, again, I don't, I've never participated in it. Not that I know of, um, but we liked the way people talk who are in these conversations or in these constructs. So we would listen to it and then we would have long conversations uh, and just, we enjoyed 
that part of it. But we both thought we were monogamous and wanted monogamy. Um, when I said that I was a walking ad, I felt like a walking ad. I've gotten a lot of backlash being like, that's, you're not it. I'm like, I'm just saying, I'm, I don't think I'm it either. I'm just saying, I never thought I would be in a position where I was like, I can truly see myself being, I am in love with this person and it doesn't negate or diminish my love for the other person and vice versa. What do I do? Like I had never been in that position. I'm a serial monogamist was recovering been single for two years, but I, I just never thought I would be in that position. So that's why I said, I'm like, I feel like I'm a walking ad. Like I, here I am in love with two. Now what? Which I mean, polyamory is not bad. It's fine. People it's not for everyone, but it's fine. Um, I do want to get to the reunion of it all and not, I guess specifically how, I guess how it was filmed. Um, because we had the host, uh, what's the host name? Oh my God. Joanna Garcia Switcher. Garcia Switcher. Um, was there anything that we didn't see? Because there was a lot of heat coming at you because of the reunion. And I believe you said that there was stuff that we don't know what was said. We don't know like what happened. Is there stuff that would have been vital to know about your conversations that we didn't get to see? That might have, I guess, helped defend you? I will say that, and I think that they've said this too. Um, Post-show, I was close with Lexi. I was not as close with Ray. I'm a lot closer with Ray now. Um, Ray and like Mildred, for example, were people who I really like liked, but kind of like went in their own world. And I feel like that's just how they had to deal with everything. And that's okay. Maybe they wanted nothing to do with the show, nothing to do with the people in the show. And that's how they dealt with it. Cool. And I respected that. I would just check in here and there and that's it. So actually me and Mildred were not as close as people assumed. Um, <clears throat> me and Tiff were, <laughs> um, we even had like a group, group, uh, I'm sorry, a group workout text thread going of like accountability. Like we would be on FaceTime sometimes. Like we were cool. Um, and a little bit before the reunion, I get told that my name was brought up in an argument between them. And I thought that was wild. Um, allegedly, my name might have been in a police report. I don't know because I did not want to know further. That put me in the weirdest mindset. And it just got me very like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I, why is my name being brought up to, you're, you guys are in California. What like how am I being brought up and why is this becoming official police reports allegedly I don't know if it was or wasn't I never saw it I and I don't care to see it um so then there was just a lot of filming and there was a lot of back and forth that's all I'll say is that I was closer with Tiff actually um and then just kind of just was a little just took a few steps back do you think mm-hmm. you entered the reunion with a guard up because of that Yes, very much so. Very much so. Um, just because I was like, the, I, I just don't know what, like, what is this being brought up for? Why are you telling me this now? Why is my name brought up at all? It just was weird. I didn't like it. Um, so I, I don't know. Just a lot of conversations between everyone and a lot of it wasn't shown because it was very long. And there didn't, it, I didn't feel like there was enough support from the producers or from the host. I mean, there, there's not much she could have done either. She could have stopped. I mean, she's just a sweet person. I don't see her like stopping or like doing anything like that. So there wasn't enough, I think, like support from anybody. And we're all just sitting there shocked. So yeah, I offered her water and I also offered everybody else water. They then come and give us water because we're all literally sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? So that's when we like get to like stand up a little bit and like take a break and like shake it off and like get water after being like sitting down and talking for two hours they don't mm-hmm. show but you know yeah that I, was do, it. I, I do have a technical question did netflix know what happened between tiff and mildred in the two years after the show um i think asked tiff i don't know but what i do know is that they asked us what i realized was different was that they started asking us is there anyone in the room that you don't feel safe seeing? Is there anyone in the room that you have a, a restraining order or like a, any kind of like actual 
is there anyone you cannot see, don't feel safe seeing, are you okay seeing everyone? Are you okay taking pictures of everyone? So this was before the reunion and before like the press junket that we had. They were very like, are you okay with everyone in the room? Is there anyone you cannot be in the room with? Who do you feel safe? Are you okay? Et cetera. So I said I was cool with everyone and I'm not throwing any chairs. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everyone got asked that too. So if everyone was in the room. That is that is important information. Go ahead. Deja, were you about to say something? Yeah. Maybe on a happier note of the things we didn't see. Are there any fun facts, cute things, moments you loved about, you know, being on the show or some of your castmates that you would just love for people to see? Like, no, that's a real person. Like, there's there's more to them. Is there anything you want to just share, put out there? Yeah. Um, I think I can say it because it's not, not, um, so when we all switched back. So when it was back to me and Mal and Lexi and, and uh, Ray, we had like maybe two days off. We usually had about two days off in a row. And we decided to go to Joshua Tree. We're like, we need to get the bleep away from all of this and like just live without having to worry about running into anybody, anybody, anything. So we took a road trip to Joshua Tree, got a house out there. And just like played ping pong. Ray is ridiculously competitive. So her and Mal were like going at it. We had a hot tub. We had like Lexi's loves tequila. I mean, we all love tequila, but like Lexi gets like a huge bottle of like glasses. Well, God knows what remix of it. Like, and just kicked it. And it was so nice to just like be regular people. So that was really fun. I have a few clips of that that I posted. Um, Speaking of Lexi, there was a, I need to like find it because I know I have it somewhere. So me and Lexi like dated for, I go like this just because like, but like dated for the first few days. And I was kind of like, oh dang, I didn't think I'd be into like a femme, let alone like a 24 or 25 year old femme. But like, there's just so much about her that was so dope. And I was like, I like, like you're cool. Like, um, but then she being just so heart forward was like, Eventually was like, you know, I think I'm going to narrow it down to these other two people. And she wrote me like, I kid you not, maybe a two page letter just saying that I'm so great, how much she res- like respects me and like admires me and like how great, like it's just, it, she was just so amazing. And pretty much being like a long breakup letter being like, you're awesome, but no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. That's and, amazing. Uh, yeah. It was very sweet. They made me like read it out loud too in front of the camera. I was like, oh, this is awkward. But um, that didn't get aired. Because it didn't add to the storyline, but um, that is very, very Lexi. Just really sweet words. Um, what else? Me and Tiff went on dates, and Tiff, I think, probably still is vegan. I don't see that changing. They're vegan. I think it was like known that they're vegan or at least vegetarian. The first few dates was like a charcuterie board. They couldn't eat anything in there except for like maybe the edible flower. And I remember being like, what the fuck is this, y'all? our last date was at a barbecue smokehouse. And I'm like, so fries? That's all you can get is fries? I was just like, really, y'all? And oh, then, smokehouse. Yes. And then me and Xander, who do eat, like, whatever, then we get, like, the vegan sushi. So I'm like, so they could have. <laughs> you know? <And> they could have. <laughs> they just did <laughs> They could have. So just a little... The vegan sushi was really good. Really good. But, um, yeah, there was a few things where I was like, come on, y'all. Like, a little bit more attention to detail. And, like, awareness for other people in this cast but what else i feel like there's so much more we weren't allowed to talk so we would like have to hide and just be like how are you doing are you okay what date did you go to yesterday oh that's cool oh someone's coming bye and like run so that was stressful but um yeah there wasn't too much opportunity for any of us to like kick it outside of the cameras Mm. That's me and Xander stayed. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to find um, balance online of people remembering that like there's a whole life beyond that. But you were about to say you and Xander. Did you stay we, within the? We um when me and Xander were together, we everyone was so chaotic. I mean, everything's chaotic, right? But we did a pretty fucking good job at just being like that's everyone's mess we're over here and we were just it was just so peaceful like i 
told her, I'm like, I miss that now. Like with all the chaos going around, I'm like, I just miss like being able to like work out with you. And we'd like have our morning coffee and like read outside on the porch and then like journal and then like go for a walk with the dog. And it was just like so peaceful. Go to the beach. Like we just like kind of stayed in our own little bubble while everything else was happening. Um, when I was back with Mal, we hung out with like Lexi and Ray a little bit more because uh, we could. I mean, there's no, you know, there was no like conflict there. So yeah, I'm like, there was a, just besides that, there wasn't much opportunity for like kicking it with the rest of the cast. Deja, do you have any more questions to ask? I do, and it immediately left my mind. So if you have another, Justin, you can go first. No, because we are, I think we are almost at time. Are we? That wasn't too bad. Yeah, we're almost at time. Flew by, you know? But it came I, back to me. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> so social media, TikTok, it's all great. And one of the things that we have noticed as viewers is that people from different Netflix shows seem to like find each other and kind of be support networks. What did you have any therapy support while you were there and have other Netflix stars kind of been a part of the life after and finding that support and community? Um, we did originally did not have any therapy support while there and we were under the impression that we were going to. So me and Xander, like, just kind of, like, insisted on getting um, therapy, like, individual therapy while there, because, like, there's no way. And we did. And I think then that was offered to the whole cast. I don't know if everyone took it or not. I don't know. But we had our own therapy, thankfully. Um, other Netflix, I didn't – some people, like, post-show would then reach out to other Netflix stars being like, hey, I'm about to be in the show. It's not aired yet. Like, what can you tell me? I wasn't doing that because I just was like, I don't know. I mean – their experience is different than mine. I mean, I just don't know. So um, I haven't been that much in touch with anybody, like uh, Netflix-wise. There's a few people who um, – well, Love is Blind was filmed in Chicago, so I ran into one of the pe- one of the contestants here at a street festival, and I had to be like, hi, you don't know me, but me, <laughs> or whatever. So we follow each other, and he offered a little bit of support for sure. Um, but I just kind of been doing it on my own a bit. Um, uh, oh, Ray from Ultimatum. First Ray, OG Ray. Um, we chat here and there for sure. Just kind of like, just, you know, just like, oh, so this is a lot, you know, and she's also, um, queer. So there was like a little bit of a chat of like, do we do something for pride? Do you want to come here? Do we go to, you know, or whatever. So there's a little bit of that, but I haven't been as involved as maybe some other cast members. Okay. And I think that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. Yoli, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We really thank appreciate you. it. As a reminder, sure. you can find more episodes of this podcast at Decoding Reality. TV. And please, if you have any questions about this interview or about the entire show itself, email us at decodingtv at gmail.com and find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. Deja, where can the people send their complaints to? <laughs> uh, the people can send their complaints to at DejaTalksTV on all platforms. That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Justin, where can the people send their ultimatums? <laughs> you can send them wherever toys are sold at Freddy's Roommate on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. And Yo Lee, where can people send their? Oh, what should we say for Yo Lee? We have a. Where should people? <laughs> where, their roses, their compliments, their complaints, their favorite Instagram quotes. Oh, oh <laughs> their favorite inspirational Instagram quotes. Where can people send those? Send all the funny memes to at Yoli Red Rum, and that's on TikTok, that's on Instagram. All right. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yoli. We really appreciate it. See you guys next time for whatever Netflix reality show we should cover. Uh, Deja, what should we do next? I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just hoping everybody has a good time. (laughs) It's all about saving sound. (laughs) All right. See you later, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.